Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I had the opportunity to share the stage with some giants, and it's it's a phenomenal feeling to do that, but I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna talk about today, actually, because I I, I created this. 
Like I had the opportunity to create it. You have to have people obviously participate and cooperate. But we start with a blank slate in life and we create everything that happens. Whether you believe that or not, whether you understand that or not, it's the truth. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go over that today, Ramon, but thank you very much. Thank you for all that watched and all the messages that I got. I, I couldn't keep up with all the texts and the DMs. And, and I, I just, you know, I said when I was up on stage that I wasn't doing it for myself. I was doing it for everybody that was in the audience, the virtual audience, and everybody that was going to be coming after me. Because, you know, at the end of the day, everything changed for me when I stopped making it about myself, about C-Rock. I started thinking about other people. And that changed everything for me. It changed everything for my nerves when I go up on stage. It changed everything for, you know, when things got tough or if I didn't feel like doing something, I would do it anyway because it's not about me. It's about the other people that I will, I will impact with my message and, as Michael Seller says, my genius, whatever that is, uh, which I'm, I'm still working on discovering. So anyway, <laughs> let me touch today real quick. Again, thank you, Ramon. Um, I want to touch real quick on the Will Smith uh, situation just real quick because I think uh, – you know, I'm I'm not really fond of the old Mike back in the day. You know, I, I was uh, I came from a rough background, um, broken people, brokenness all around. For those of you that know my story, uh, I I got uh, into a situation a lot of times where I would I would strike first. Now I wouldn't start things, but if something was going to go down, I just figured might as well just get it over with. And I'm not fond, like I said, fond of this at all. And I would just hit someone. Like if they, if they it got started or somebody was messing with one of my friends or my girlfriend or my wife, you know, it would just, it would just be taken care of. And for some reason I thought I was a tough guy and I, I would watch uh Goodfellas, all the, the, the mob movies, but I came from brokenness and I thought that's how you handle things. And the person that strikes first and, and whoever wins that, that, that battle wins. And it's really obviously not a smart way to approach things. And so what I started to realize was that everybody is broken to some degree. And when someone is saying something about you, discouraging you, disrespecting you, they're really talking about themselves. They have issues inside that they're dealing with, and it's coming out on you. And when you really wrap your head around that and start to understand that, then at that point, it actually becomes a situation where you understand that as long as they're not coming at me physically, I'm all right. I'm good. Because Will Smith and Jada both had an, a, a decision to make after that happened. They could have just sat there and laughed it off. They could have not said anything and, and not laughed. They could have got up and left. Or they could have done what Will Smith did. And just think about how quick this would have blown over if they would have just laughed it off. Maybe 12 seconds, 17 seconds. Chris Rock might have got heat for the for the crossing the line with a joke, but they wouldn't have gotten heat. And then he would have went on to win his award, have his acceptance speech, and go from there. But again, I'm not I'm not uh, painting Will Smith, you know, like judging him. I'm just talking about the options they had. And I had a conversation with my son this morning talking about there's a lot you can learn when these things come up that you'll never have to go through if you learn from that situation. You won't have to make the mistake. I have and a question for you. Let me lay my plane and then, I'll, and then I'll go to you. What is your name? Ray Ray. Ray Ray. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go right to you after this. Um, so those are the options that, that you have. Now, some people say, you know what, man, what if his wife, like he's got to stand up for his wife and he's going to catch heat when he gets home and she's going to be upset with him if he didn't go up there and smack him. 
Well, at that point to me, if my wife put me in that situation, she needs work. She needs work. Because anyone that expects someone to go smack someone when you're not in physical danger is confused. And the fact that if she were to, to uh, you know, he's talking about like helping her feelings or saving her feelings or standing up for his wife, that's something that should have happened way, way, way earlier on when they're in, in, in conversation and communication with each other, he should be building his wife up to make her stronger and helping her go like be, be prepared to experience those kind of things so that when that does happen, they already know they're prepared. They already know what to deal with. They know that they know what the deal is. They know what their reaction is going to be. So again, I'm not judging. I'm just looking at it from my point of view. And I always, always want to be the puppet master, not the puppet. And when you react, you become the puppet. You become controlled by that, that source, whatever that may be, whether it's a thing or a person. And so as I've gotten control over my life and my environment and I create my environment and I control my environment around me, I don't adapt to my environment. That's not the right thing to do. You control your environment. Once I've been able to do that, I realize that if I react to that type of situation, they have strings on me and that ain't happening anymore in my life. So that's my take on that. And I don't want to get any deeper in it, but I just wanted to share my perspective on that. Whether you agree or not, that's fine. Think on it, please. And Ray Ray, did you have a question? Yeah, I, I see as a black woman living in America, I don't know where you live at, but, you know, they always, I kind of like, see, I understand the uh, thing with the, you know, masculinity thing, but I also think because she had alopecia, I think also I heard that um, before Chris Rock did this before to um, them, and maybe that's what set him off. I also think the way the Congress treated Kentanji Brown, and she's such a smart black woman, and I think that all the rap singers that talk about black women, maybe that could have been it too. I'm not saying it was right or wrong, but I'm saying they need to stop picking on black women, period. They just, they be some nice to us sometimes. And I'm not saying I get it. I'm not saying the whole, all black women get it, but they need to take a part. Maybe he could have talked about Madonna. Maybe they could have wrote it somebody else. Why did they have to pick on Jada? That's all. And she has alopecia. If a man has alopecia, you think another man wants to hear it from another man saying, oh yeah, it's a, it could be a funny joke, but he could have not picked on her. He could have just said Minnie Jane. He could have did anything, but because she was a black woman, this week, Katanji Brown Jackson, a smart woman, people in Congress asking her stupid question. And this is the brightest one, one of the brightest women in the world besides being black. But the questioning how they question her was appalling. Maybe he had some of that on his mind. That's hey, all Ray, I have Ray, to say. Ray, Ray, I, I'm with you uh, 100%. 100 percent and thank you thank you for sharing i didn't hear a question in there it was the, the question i just want to make sure i, I didn't miss the question yeah, and by the yeah, way the i'm going to respond to was, that the question was why did it have to be a black woman that they wrote in the script gotcha gotcha why did they have to that's what i'm saying okay. why does it always have to be a joke on a black woman? okay so first of all chris rock went over the line i agree i don't want to get into politics and and then go any further beyond this and this into this space because this isn't the space for that. But I, I, I'm with you. He went over the line. What I'm, what I'm talking about is more referring to if you're in that situation, 
no matter what somebody somebody does, whether they're over their line or not, we have to we have to work on ourselves to become in control. That's all I'm saying about it. And that's that's from my point of view. So but I'm with you. Um, I, first of all, whether it's black women, black men, white women, anybody, everybody deserves respect. Everybody deserves to be the the hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine it's the perfect morning glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning if you can transform your morning you can transform your life head on over to the morning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day magnificent human beings that we all are. Everybody deserves that without exception. And when it, when it doesn't happen, it's, it's unacceptable and we should all stand up for that. But at the end of the day, I was more talking about the, the point of view with nobody, no matter what happens, if somebody calls you something, no matter, unless it's physical and going after you, I'm not saying don't stand up for yourself, but there's never a reason where you need to react and smack someone unless you're in your physical danger. And that's what I'm talking about. So I, I want to just get off that topic now, but I just wanted to cover from my perspective and what I found in myself because I was the type that would go hit someone. And that's not, I'm not proud of that. So, all right, so moving on, moving on. Um, I wanted to talk about, I, I just went to Secret Knock in San Diego last week, and then I flew to Miami to go to GrowthCon. And before I was going to all those events, I started thinking to myself, what has happened over the last three to four years since I went to my first GrowthCon? And when I started going to events and started attending Breakfast with Champions and other rooms, started pouring into myself or having people pour into myself and having uh, opportunities to learn from people and being around a different, different mindset and, and growing bigger and, and what has happened. And I, and I went back and audited that period of time and I realized the advancements that I've made because of certain things that I've done needed to be documented. It needed to be blueprinted because here's the thing, we're talking about integrity. We're talking about how to influence people with integrity. And if something you find works for you and you don't share it with others and become evangelistic about it, I don't think you're in integrity. And so I put a blueprint together on what I've done over the years and what I continue to do and what I've seen others do to create success, to build and grow themselves and myself step-by-step step. and that I put that link at the top you can check it out that's the link that we did uh, when I was on stage at GrowthCon we had just under 1500 people register and that was my first time really like putting something out there to to help people from stage uh, on a physical stage and I, I had no idea what response would be but I was very satisfied with that because we're going to create a community around blueprints and blueprinted which is the new platform that we created. And I just wanted to throw that up there for you guys to check out. No obligation, no pressure whatsoever. I just, I, I, I owe that to everyone to, to take a look at if you'd like. It's a money back guarantee. So if you have any questions, any concerns, all you gotta do is message me. But I just wanted to offer that out there to help people because I spent a lot of time prior to the event putting that together. And, you know, I, I, I just, I'm so thankful that I made the decision and committed to, to put myself in a better situation to influence people. Because what it does is it helps me every day when I wake up in the morning and I realize sometimes like, man, I just don't feel like getting up today. I don't feel like doing what I need to do today. Man, today's gonna be hard. And when those times come, I do it anyway. 
because, because I understand what it's about. It's about other people. And so it's helped me. And so I want to provide that to you. So if you have any questions, check it out. But let me just give you a real quick rundown of what's happened to me since my first growth con back in 2019. I've generated over $31 million in revenue for our companies. Not me, but I've gotten, I implemented the things and our team has done that. I started a hit podcast called What Are You Made Of? that had, has had some of the most wonderful guests, including a lot of the Breakfast with Champions moderators and speakers. I wrote a best-selling book called Rocket Fuel that Grant Cardone wrote the forward for. I lost 18 pounds. My wife and I's relationship has never been better. We're on the same page. We're aligned. Our kids are aligned with what, we're, what our mission is. I've understood the ability to be in control of my life and my environment and, 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 and create and cause my future. I've gotten a spot to sit here every Tuesday morning, thankfully from, from Glenn Lundy and the team to speak to you and pour into you every Tuesday at 8 a.m. And there's many other things, but that's just to name a few. And now I've become a, a speaker, international speaker. People are watching and listening to my podcast from all over the world. I've spoken all over the place. And it's all because I was awakened and Uncle G put a foot in my butt <laughs> that first growth con. And then from there, every event afterwards, I, I had this formula that I use, which is in the, in the link at the top. So a lot of things have happened. I just want to share how that's happened because I'm no different than anyone sitting in this room as far as ability to do something. I wasn't the greatest speaker. My confidence wasn't always high. My certainty wasn't high. My control wasn't high. My responsibility wasn't high. My belief was not high. My vision was not clear. I wasn't aware of what tools I had available to me, what resources, what people were willing to help me. I just wasn't aware. I wasn't in that space. And just like some of you in this, this room, you know, maybe you're confused. Maybe you don't have the data you need. Maybe you don't have the help you need, the people you don't understand some things. And I just want to make that clear for you. So anyway, um, I had to share that this morning during the first 15 minutes. And with, uh, the next segment here, I want to, I want to go into, I want to introduce a friend of mine. Uh, I met this gentleman on clubhouse. I, I did a impromptu breakfast with champions room a couple Sundays ago. Uh, I got up in the morning. I really didn't feel like it, but I committed to my, to, to myself to do it. So I just did it anyway. My words and, and mine weren't connected. I didn't feel like I was speaking clearly and I did it anyway, <laughs> opened the room and several people came in, including Ed Hooks Jr. If you guys know him, he's in here. I don't know if he's in here today. And Carlos came in and Carlos didn't feel like coming on either. I don't believe I'll let him speak to that. But his wife pushed him and, 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 and encouraged him and lifted him up and told him the world needs to hear you, my man. I need you on here. <laughs> and, and, and he listened. And let me tell you something, when this gentleman started speaking, my ears perked up. I started listening and I was like, man, I got to share you with my audiences that I have access to, share my stages that I have access to because people need to hear you. So Carlos, I want to welcome you. I think you've been in here before, but uh, I don't know if you've spoken, but I want to welcome you to Breakfast with Champions. And I want to just, if you don't mind introducing yourself to this wonderful audience. Yeah, well, thank you so much, C-Rock. I, I appreciate you so much. And I just believe that everything happens for a reason. And God placed you in my life for a reason. Uh, divine timing is everything. My wife, you know, pushing me to get, you know, kind of, you know, out of my comfort zone, which is really the foundation of who I am as a person. So I'm just super thankful for you, you know, reaching out, being super 
I don't like the word humble. I like the word aware. Uh, I don't think that we understand the, the dictionary definition of humble by nature. That's something that we're programmed to say, as opposed to us being very, very aware. And, you know, one thing that I, I try to teach everybody on my team is do what you hate so that you can do what you love. I hope I hope I have the um, the freedom to speak and maybe give somebody some gems today um, that will push them through from where they are currently to get to where they want to be and beyond. So, you know, I don't hate speaking. I don't hate, um, you know, grabbing the audience, dropping a gem here and there. But Clubhouse for me was just something like, like I like people. So I'm like, how am I going to use this space to connect with people in a truly organic way? And my wife, Nicole, Puff, Nicole Pucker with the mom link was like, listen, you don't understand the community that we've built from from point A to point B to present and where we're going because of this. And it was kind of like almost like a little bit of an annoyance to me, like I was telling you, C-Rock. And and then I was like, you know what? If I hate it with absolutely no data, no reason, no logic, I probably need to do it and find out what it's all about. So one of the things that I always tell my team is do what you hate so you can do what you love. What does that mean? Right. What does that mean? It means exercise and do cardio if you hate it. Why? So that you can live a long life, be healthy with your partner, uh, you know, pick your kids up, play, roll around, wrestle on the ground without getting tired, avoid uh, disease and things of this nature. So sometimes doing what you hate, and I'm only saying that because I'm literally sitting in the gym parking lot right now. I had to run out here in between my cardio sessions to get this done. Um, and, and just pivot from the from 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 the mindset of I hate this to if I do this, I can probably do what I love, right? Um, and and who who is Carlos Puckern? Well, I th- Carlos Puckern is a bunch of different people. I think we all go through stages in our life where we're in that constant self-discovery mode. And right now, who I am specifically as an individual who's helping frustrated, underpaid realtors break the glass ceiling on 3% commissions by teaching them real estate in a way that brokers or real estate schools literally never will. And I am, uh, I, I participate in, you know, a few different businesses. I believe in multiple streams of, of, of income and things of this nature. But I really realize that sometimes you really just have to dial in to what your you know, they say where your focus goes, your energy flows. And I have been able to pivot into something that not only changes my life, changes the lives of others, changes the, 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 it creates a legacy for my children. And that's something that I'm really, really excited about. And, you know, let's, the first time I ever heard the term, your network determines your net worth. It was a, uh, a Les Brown audio tape that I was listening to. And I think that the things that we, unconsciously will into our lives will show up in forms that we don't necessarily that we couldn't predict or that we don't expect because here it is two weeks ago my wife is literally connected with the Les Brown community through Clubhouse doing things that I deemed being silly in the beginning have actually turned out to be um, like immensely immensely um, lucrative right I said to C-Rock when we had the opportunity to talk the other day, because I'm always on the go, I said, any relationship that you establish should be a give and take relationship, right? I'll say that again. Any relationship that you establish should be a give and take relationship, meaning that there should be some exchange of value within that relationship. I hope that that makes good sense to everybody because a friendship, I should be able to give you value, whether I invest in stocks, 
whether I've got a good uh, platform for education for my children, whether I found a business that I might be able to invest in that will cause much fruit to grow in the, the lives of my family and friends and, and, and close acquaintances, things of this nature. But any relationship that I that I'm involved with, business, friendship, romantic, it should I should get something and I should give something. Let me hear somebody holler if that actually makes sense. Can I get a woohoo or anything? Does that make woo-hoo. sense? Preach. Yeah. So for me and you my Carlos. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. For me in my personal life right now, um, it's all about purposely doing things that I normally wouldn't to get a very specific result. And the last time, um, well, the first time that I got the blessing and the opportunity to to hear C-Rock, he said something like, my mind and my words aren't connecting. And I'm like, mm, that's probably just the feel. Because just like the book Rocket Fuel, I feel like you are now naturally on Rocket Fuel. And that's just the wavelength or the frequency or the, or the, or the, or the uh, algorithm that you are naturally tuned to. And so I think that, w- that kind of brings me to my next point, which is, Whatever you say, however you define it, is actually what it is. And I never tell anybody anything that they don't know. I just reinforce the beliefs that, you know, you kind of already have reprogrammed or deprogrammed yourself from, and then now you're reprogramming yourself too. I live by a bunch of very, very specific principles, but at this phase in my life, I'm learning to be okay with everything not going specifically in that direction is still, as long as I still arrive at the desired destination. And in that formula is a, is a bunch of things that I've realized that 90% of people don't want to do. What are those things? Be committed, being committed when it's tough to be committed because in commitment, See, motivation is like this, okay? Motivation is really, really simple. It's something that you need to do every day, like brushing your teeth or taking a shower, okay? But commitment is like the dedication, even when you don't feel like it, even when you are not motivated. Commitment is the vehicle, right? Commitment is the vehicle. Motivation is the fuel. You need both in order to move forward. The next thing I had to realize for myself personally is that I had to go through things, be okay with it, learn from it, and immediately pivot if I'm necessary. I tell my team all the time, winners overdo it. Losers overthink it. I hope this is going to make good sense for you guys, but really think about this. And don't take it too literally because you can find any, any reason to make good information bad. But you're better off to do something the wrong way than to do nothing at all. You are so, better so, off. Go ahead. So so hold on one second. Make sure you write that down, what he just said. He said winners overdo it. Was it losers that you said? Losers, losers overthink, overthink losers it. Losers overthink it. Yeah, yeah. Write that down. That's a good one. If you're taking notes, write that down. Carlos, real quick. Let me interrupt for a second. We're going to be hopping rooms here in about four minutes. Yep. because of the segment situation with the podcast and what have you. Yep. Uh, before we do that, though, I just want to remind everyone that you're listening to Carlos Pacarini. He's a friend of mine. His wife is one of the ladies that started and founded the Mom Link. Great organization. I just want to shout out Nicole real quick as well, which we'll talk more about her and your relationship and family in, in, in the other segment. 
uh, when we jump over. But hold that thought for a second. And I just want to remind everyone that saw that link at the top. That link is not just for 10X Growth Conference. That's for any event, any clubhouse room, anytime you're going and, and, and looking for personal growth, looking for development, listening, getting poured into, that blueprint is for you to get the most out of it. So uh, that's what that link is. I just want to remind everyone you're in the Breakfast with Champions, Millionaire Breakfast Club, where everyone has a seat at the table. And I just want to remind everyone that it is Tuesday. We're already into the week and we need to make sure that we're getting after it. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.